Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Natural Physique Podcast. And today, in today's episode, I'm going to talk about how to effectively post-diet. Um, I'm going to go through two sort of situations. So one would be coming out of a prep, so a more extreme diet. And then the second one would be just for someone who wants to get lean and sort of maintain a lean physique. Um, so I'm going to get into that in a second, but first and foremost, prep update. So I am currently sitting at around 10 and a half weeks out from my first show in Dubai, WNBF Dubai show. And I'm not going to lie, this has been a quite a tough week for me mentally. Um, I have um, experienced a hip injury now since oh, beginning of this year. I went to, to get some physio treatment on it. Um, seemed to help for a little bit, but it is currently, it's this week it's currently flared back up actually towards the end of last week it kind of flared back up and it's been pretty bad. It's been almost at its worst this week. Um, again, I'm not sure if that's a result of just increasing cardio up and, you know, just pushing things at the gym, but it has been pretty bad to the extent that if I was to be doing bodybuilding, um, like I can't train legs at the moment without it being really sore the next day. And if I was to be doing bodybuilding, I would have probably have had to pull out of this prep. Um, so I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm going to try and keep it as honest and open as possible. For me, this mentally, this has been pretty tough to deal with. And I've felt quite low this week as a result of this. Um, but it's part and parcel of the process. You're going to get um, injuries or injuries are going to come and go. It's how you manage with it, how you manage it and how you deal with it. Um, so for me, some things that have helped to kind of deal with it, I guess I am in a fortunate position where like I'm I'm doing men's physique. So really, really upper body is going to be my priority anyway. Um, I've got enough tissue on my legs to, you know, if my legs atrophy a little bit, then that's absolutely fine. Um, so the plan now is just to, to take a break from legs for the next three weeks. Um, I'm again, I'm looking at positives. So whenever something, something throws you off like this, it's like try and try and relay it back in or reel it back in and start looking at like the things which are good or the positives. Um, and for me, I can still do my cardio. Um, I can still walk. Um, and it's just kind of being grateful for the small things I think really helped me. Um, and you know, you're going to experience those down points, like on a prep, a bodybuilding journey, especially, you know, you're not always going to win. Um, and it's how we kind of deal with these situations and how we kind of rise from them, um, is going to determine our sort of long-term success in the sport, but also determine how we grow and develop as a person as well. Um, so I'm not going to lie. It's been a tough week the prep hasn't been tough. Like for me, eating the food is no issue. Doing the outputs, no issue. It's more frustrating for me that I can't um, maybe perform at my best. And when you put a lot of effort in through, you know, a two, almost a two year off season and you get to prep and you can't do that, you can probably understand why it's a little bit frustrating. 
However, we move on, we do move on, and the, the plan now is to go to more of a bro split. So I will just be purely focusing on upper body, delts, chest, back, um, arms multiple times a week, which to me is quite exciting. I haven't trained in this way in such a long time. Um, and re doing basically no legs. I am doing a few leg movements. There is one day I will train so my leg extensions and the hamstring curls, which are the two movements, I don't get any bother from it. Uh, but yeah, um, it's going to be exciting to try this for the next three weeks or so as I allow my hip to recover a little bit more. And then we'll probably reintroduce some lighter legs. Um, but yeah, we'll see how things go. And I will keep you guys updated. If you want to follow my journey, you can follow it on me over on Instagram or you can follow my YouTube channel as well. Um, I'm tending not to do a lot of YouTube videos just because it is, well, one, I'm not very good at editing. This is, I've only just started to learn how to kind of do some editing. Um, so it takes me a while. Um, and two, I'm obviously running a coaching business, which takes up the majority of my time. So I will try and get a video out every couple of weeks or so. And, and obviously once I start competing, I'd like to document that process as well. Cool, right, so let's get into today and let's talk about um, dealing with like the post-diet phase and, and maybe how to like properly reverse diet out or at least in my eyes, the best sort of strategy for, for doing that. So I think we need to go back to like some sort of science or, or how, how, how do we actually diet in the first place um, and that will give a bit of context to um, how we would actually go about reversing out or how we how we go about that post diet phase So to lose weight, we need to be in a calorie deficit. There's input or, or calories in and that's basically what we consume from our food That's going to give us energy. That's going to give us um, our, our calories going into our body and then we have our output or calories out and basically this is our metabolism or how many calories we kind of burn in a day and we can basically categorize our metabolism into four sort of main components. So we've got our resting energy expenditure, um, which is your, sorry, your resting metabolic rate, which is going to be basically what your body burns by just staying at rest. So it's going to depend on a number of factors like your muscle mass, your genetics, age, gender, uh, hormonal functions, a lot of different factors, but that's going to be the large, largest um, uh, component of that, that sort of calories out is going to be your RMR, so your resting metabolic rate. Second one is, or the, the I guess the second largest component of that is your NEAT or your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So this includes, you know, your steps, any any movement which you can't class as prescribed um, exercise. So fidgeting, gardening, walking, these sort of things. Uh, and that's going to burn actually a, quite surprisingly a large amount. That's why whenever I have someone starting and they haven't done a lot of like training at the gym, the first thing we do if their goal is to lose fat is to up their, their, step, their steps. And that's going to burn a lot of calories. We then have our uh, EAT or exercise activity thermogenesis and basically that is our prescribed activity. So 
prescribed cardio, any sort of exercise we're doing, whether that be resistance training or um, a sport that you regularly do and you keep in. So that would be what we call our EAT. And then finally, which contributes a small part to that metabolic rate is the thermic effect of food. So that's basically a smaller amount of calories burned from digesting what we eat. Um, and certain macronutrient groups require more energy. Well, protein requires more energy. It's got the highest thermic effect. So that requires more energy to burn down. Hence, a good reason why you're on a diet. Another good reason why you're on a diet to keep your protein um, super high. Obviously, with, with the other one being um, to maintain as much muscle as possible. So there are four main components um, and what we need to realize is if we are inputting more than the output based off those four factors or those four components, then we are going to gain weight. If we eat the same amount of calories as our output or the calories burned, then we're going to maintain and that's going to be our maintenance point. And if we, if we eat less, then obviously we are going to be in a deficit and we're going to lose as a rough, a very rough um, rule of thumb, we could say that a 3,500 deficit over the whole week would roughly equate to about a pound of body weight loss per week. Again, this is not a staple. This is it's so individual dependent um, from from all those factors that I mentioned previously, but um, we, can, we can use that as a rough rule of thumb. Um, so I know that might be quite basic and a lot of you guys already know all of this stuff, but for anyone who um, is just kind of looking to sort of lose weight and lean down and maintain, some of that might be new to you. But what people don't really take into consideration is the fact as you lose weight, um, there's going to be some metabolic adaptation. So those four components are going to change um, and the amount of calories we burn is actually going to decrease as we get a lot lighter as we go through that diet. So let's let's go back to those components. So you're, we're not going to burn as many through your RMR as your body is going to be smaller, it's going to be more efficient and it's going to basically require less calories to operate. Um, your calories burned from exercise activity thermogenesis will also decrease um, as your body becomes a lot more efficient at the movements you're doing. Um, and then we're, again, we're going to lose less calories through NEAT um, as your body is becoming more efficient, as it's trying to hold on to um, whatever fat it has left on it, you're going to want to fidget. You're not going to fidget as much or it's going to be harder to... Naturally, you wouldn't do as many steps if, if you hadn't prescribed the amount of steps. So naturally, that will drop a little bit. And then, of course, thermic effect of food, well that, although that is a small component, that is also going to decrease because you're eating less food. Um, so we have this metabolic adaptation, and what's going to happen is your maintenance point is actually going to drop. And that's why if you're going on a diet, you're constantly, you're not, you're not sticking to the same diet uh, deficit. I mean, you could, but it's just going to really, really prolong the process and it's going to be a very long diet because that, that deficit will become a lot less as the, those metabolic adaptations are taking place. So really what you're doing is you're just creating, maintain, trying to maintain that level of deficit and just creep things down as you go through by either increasing that level of output or by decreasing the amount of calories. So 
I think there's a number of mistakes that people make um, and this one is generally made by people who are trying to just lean down and stay lean because you see it all the time, you see like, um, like I guess transformation stuff where people obviously have lost a lot of body fat but maybe are on quite a restricted diet and all you see is that start and the end point. And usually to get to that, and especially if it lifts it as a short space of time, like 10 weeks, to get from a state of being quite, quite having a lot of body fat to actually quite lean, then that's going to require a huge deficit to get to that point to make that weight loss um, happen quicker. Um, so when you do that, obviously, for one, um, you're restricting your calories massively, performance in the gym is going to decrease, you're potentially going to lose muscle mass, which is going to um, decrease your resting metabolic rate. Um, but not only that, there's the unsustainability aspect of eating in a super low uh, or a huge deficit. Um, people would generally find that they start getting cravings, hunger hormones again all over the place and people will rebound pretty heavy. Their energy will dip because they're not eating a lot right towards the end. Again, making it very hard to do the, the sort of neat stuff like trying to get their steps. So they start resenting that process. It becomes a slog. And usually what happens is the rebound's pretty heavy. So coming out of that, people will just want to indulge and eat. And even if you go back to what you're eating before, um, that's going to be a huge, huge um, surplus now because, again, your your maintenance will have shifted. So even if you go back to the previous maintenance that you were before, that's still going to be a surplus. Um, and then you get that rebound effect and people will come out and put, put, put all that weight that they lost back on. So that's really not the right way to deal with it. And generally you'll see this in more sort of, I guess, gen pop, um, people who are just looking for that quick fix and they never work as, as you can tell, like it's, it's, it is a quick fix. So whenever I see on Instagram, someone lose a lot of, a lot of weight in a very short space of time that immediately, um, that immediately sets off alarm bells in my head. And I'm, I feel sorry for that person because I know inevitably the outcome of of that and kind of reversing out is going to be pretty poor. Now, the right way to do things, if you are just looking to sort of lean down and kind of stay lean, is to take your, take your time, um, take a much longer time frame, look to lose body weight at a much more gradual rate. Um, so changes occur at a more gradual rate, you're able to maintain as much muscle mass as possible. Um, and you can still enjoy like going out for a meal or, you know, the occasional off plan food or you're not super restrictive of your diet. So um, if you do it over that longer period of time, this is, this is for someone who's gen pop, not, not maybe not for someone who's doing a show. Um, but generally speaking, um, that's going to feel like you're not maybe dieting um, and people just want results really quickly. So it can be, I know it can be frustrating to, to spend your time, but that's the way to do it if you want to make a sustainable change and not put yourself in a really bad position. Um, 
And then at the end of that diet, so once you get down to that point where you're lean, that's that's a hard point. And and what I almost say is you're continuing your diet through the post-diet phase. That's a continuation of what you've learned in that diet phase, that longer diet phase, which is going to you know, ingrain good eating habits, good nutritional habits. So you need to keep that going in the post-diet phase. If you go back to your original sort of dietary habits, you're just going to gain weight once again. Um, so, um, but going, if you've done it that way, the, the sort of longer route, it's going to feel a lot more easy kind of reversing out than it would if you're to kind of restrict. Now you could, you could restrict and do it really quickly, but I would say it's close to impossible to effectively reverse out um, having done it that way and for all the all the reasons I mentioned losing muscle mass the sustainability it's not a good idea you've got to that point where you you're lean okay and you're, you're kind of happy with your weight loss now I would recommend stay here because people think you know they could go on um, and if you've got enough muscle mass there's no reason why you can't do this and get like super lean to like stage condition really low body fat percentages but please realize if you go down to that level of leanness you're not going to be able to maintain it whereas you get down to a reasonable level of body fat you know somewhere between 10 to 20 percent for for males and then more like i guess 20 25 percent for females um you can maintain that sort of physique. Um, so you're not gonna be super, super shredded like you see on the stage, but you can you can be quite lean and healthy. Um, so providing we're kind of at that point and you're happy with it, um, then then we need to we need to reverse out effectively. So how do we go about doing that? So as I mentioned before, we don't want to go back to the maintenance we started on. Because if we do that, if we go back to that previous maintenance. Um, you're just going to be in a surplus again. So you're going to actually be gaining weight, which obviously is maybe not a bad thing, but you want to maintain your, your weight um, and you want to just hold that physique. Um, so, so if you do that, you will be in a surplus and you'll be gaining, yeah, you'll be gaining a bit of muscle, but you'll be gaining fat as well. Um, it might not be at a quick rate because again, the changes that occur to that maintenance is going to be quite individual dependent so it might not be at a quick rate so that might be the point but my recommendation is to try and find this new sort of maintenance point and that can be quite hard to find it can be a little bit of a trial and error but what you can do is I guess again as a rule of thumb as a start point um, is you can take your previous maintenance or your maintenance right at the start of the diet and then you can go to what whatever calories you're on your, your current deficit um, and then you can go somewhere mid between that and your original maintenance um, and start there. Now that's typically going to be probably about 300 to 600 calories up from where you're at. And you're going to go to that point straight away. Some people will come out and they'll try and do this slow, like at a much slower rate, like increasing their calories 100, you know, 200 calories at a week. But you're still in a deficit doing that way. There's there's literally no point. You're just wasting time and you're restricting yourself even further. So why not just go straight to that maintenance point and find that straight off? So um, 
So you're going to have, a, have to go through a little bit of trial and error here. So find that initial point. Let's say it's 500 calories up that new maintenance or estimate of that new maintenance. You're going to track your body weight over a week. Now, initially, what you're going to expect is probably a bit of an increase in weight as you are increasing food, um, as you know, muscle glycogen starts filling back up. There's maybe a little bit of water retention, but quite quickly, what you're going to notice is that actually kind of drops off and you might actually find that it goes all the way back down again. You, you actually find that you're losing, losing weight again. Um, and if that's a, the case, then you need to make another adjustment. You need to increase your calories up once again, maybe by 100, 200 calories. Once again, a little bit smaller with the increments at this point. Um, and then you're eventually going to find a point where that kind of levels out and you will be at that sort of new maintenance point. So it's just kind of adjusting those calories based off what your body weight's doing. Um, also based off your other biofactors. So like how your, your performance is at the gym. So we need to realize as soon as you start adding that food back in, those um, factors contributing to your metabolism, like your exercise activity, thermogenesis, your output might increase. Now we've got more food, we can expend more. Um, your neat might increase as you're doing, you, you're fidgeting more, you're doing more steps. So that's why it's a bit of a balancing act with just kind of slowly adjusting and paying attention to the way the physique's looking as well and just kind of holding it there. So what you'll find is it's a bit of a range for that new maintenance. So I would keep increasing those calories up as long as your weight's not going up too much and roughly staying the same. So keep increasing it to the point where you, you've got like the maximum, your calories up as high as you possibly can get it. Um, and then you're at a good point where you're sort of maintaining and you're on more food um, and you know, with more food, you're gonna, your strength's gonna increase at the gym. You might start adding a little bit more muscle again. So that's, that's probably the right way to do it. Um, and you might be able to continue to keep increasing it up, but it's just all about monitoring it. Now, obviously, if you were to go into another gaining phase, like you, you kind of got to that lean set point, there's a number of reasons why you might want to get lean um, and then start gaining from that point then you're obviously, you're not gonna to wanna to just hold that maintenance and kind of slowly trickle things up to find that point where it's the, your new maintenance. You're gonna to want to start increasing calories up so you're gaining body weight at, um, at a sort of appropriate rate. Initially, it's gonna be maybe a little bit quicker, maybe like a kilo a week, and then you wanna slow that down to half a kilo a week, probably after the initial first like three or four weeks. and slowly come up so you're not putting on tons of body fat in the process and I guess that kind of goes leads me on to like how you would deal with this after a show like you you're on the opposite end of the the extreme here where you are getting extremely lean and you're wanting to kind of reverse out a show effectively now normally what I would say is obviously going back to the original point with um restriction in the diet like a diet for a show or like to get extremely lean for a photo shoot yes you can have some flexibility at the start but at some point it is going to have to be quite restrictive to get to that extremely lean level and you're going to have to be in quite quite a significant deficit so post show um 
you're gonna actually want to put on some fat because um, to, to restore some, some health, health markers and to, to feel a bit more normal again as a human, it's, it's almost a necessity that you get on fat. So I would definitely not recommend coming out slowly out of a show. Um, and likewise, I probably wouldn't recommend just going to that maintenance point. I would go beyond that. So you're putting on fat. So we're probably going more towards the upper end um, where it's like 500, 600 cal calories up. You might even want to go back to your previous maintenance that you started with um, right at the beginning of uh, the diet because again, you know that's going to be a surplus and you're going to need to put some fat on. Um, and I would, um, this is again, this is very individual dependent. Um, if you're someone who's really like to the book, very strict, then um, you know, you might not want to go out and eat flexible, flexibly, but I would, I would actually suggest doing that because you, you are just going to break if you just completely kind of stay on point with trying to, you know, hit your macros and stuff. I would actually suggest for those types of people to, to take a couple of weeks off tracking. Um, and that would be kind of the flexible approach. Now, if you're more, more of the kind of person who's a bit more of a foodie, it's a bit more relaxed um, and kind of a bit more food focused, then you are going to have to add some element of controlling um, because I'm probably more that type of person uh, and I've done it in my first season where post-show I went and ate a lot of food and then reversed out horribly because I put on a ton of body fat. But for that type of person, you are going to have to, you, you are, you're not going to want to be overly restrictive because you're just going to break and it's going to be so bad, but you're going to have to add in some element of control where maybe you go out for a meal once or twice in that week, the rest of the time you're eating fairly normal or the foods that you've normally been eating, but it's at your, your previous maintenance. And that way you're going to kind of gain, gain a bit of fat to, to get back to normal levels. And then once you have kind of restored some of those um, health markers back, you're feeling more normal, you're getting some biofeedback signs that things are more normal, like your, maybe your sex drive starts to return, appetite feels more under control, your energy feels up, then you can then, you then successfully kind of completed that post diet phase. And then you can maybe commence going into um, a structured gaining phase after that. So then start increasing from from that set point which would be sort of your previous maintenance so with that what you're probably going to notice is you're going to initially increase your weight maybe that's somewhere like three four kilos and then eventually things will slow down as those that metabolic function starts to return again um, and then once you've kind of hit that point where it's like okay weight's kind of slowly, tr more gradually trickling up now, then you will be like, right, okay, we're at a good point. Health health markers have been restored to some extent. Again, as a natural, this usually takes a lot longer than you think. It would probably be, you know, for me, but I think it took probably about three to four months for me to feel normal again. So you might do it slightly before then. Again, if you're going into gaining phase, like you're going to add that weight anyway, but I'd re recommend having that period post-show at least a month where you're just trying to kind of get things under control a little bit and then following that then go into that gaining phase 
Um, so, yeah, I hope all this kind of helps because um, I know a lot of people are kind of left unattended after a show or, you know, even for Gen Pop, like, I think this is uh, glorified on, like, social media. It's all about the kind of start and end photos, not the post-diet photos, which is so important too. Um, so that's something I'm going to try and do more regularly with my clients and maybe some of the results I put up is three sort of photos. I'm going to have like your before photos, your, your after photos, and then three, four, like three, four months post-diet. And depending on the goals, there will be slight differences. Obviously, if that's to commence gaining phase, there's going to be a little bit of added body fat. If that's to maintain, then we should see roughly similar sort of physiques from the end of that diet to like the maintenance phase three months down the line. Um, so yeah, I, I hope you found this useful. I know a lot of the concepts in here are maybe a little bit more basic and kind of, but like look into this if you aren't already looking into it and you've just been kind of going through a diet where it's like, oh, my maintenance is gonna stay the same. I'm just gonna kind of drop my calories and I'm gonna go back to that point and then realize why not understanding why you're kind of like gaining weight very quickly, realize the fact that it might be the fact that your maintenance point has actually gone down a little bit than, than that previous set point. Cool, I'm gonna leave it there um, for today, guys. But if you have any questions, as always, give me a follow on Instagram, drop me a DM, or if you are interested in coaching, I do have availability for the summer. I did put a post out or a blog post out on this. Um, a lot of people get to the end of summer and disappointed with the way their physique looks at the end. Don't be that person. Um, so if you want to get in touch for coaching and you want to keep that accountability throughout the summer months, please fill out an inquiry form in my bio uh, on Instagram. But thanks again for listening, guys, and stay tuned for the next episode.